Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'll be your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 2nd of March, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 29th day of Adar 1. This week, our Torah portion is called Pekudei, which means countings. And today's reading will be the fourth reading from, from that portion, and it's Exodus 39, 33 through 43. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. They brought the tabernacle to Moshe, the tent with all its furniture, its clasps, its boards, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, the covering of ramskins dyed red, the covering of sea cow hides, the parochet of the screen, the ark of the covenant with its poles, the mercy seat, the table, all its vessels, the showbread, the pure menorah, its lamps, even the lamps to be set in order, all its vessels, the oil for the light, the golden altar, the anointing oil, the sweet incense, the screen for the door of the tent, the bronze altar, its grating of bronze, its poles, all of its vessels, the basins and its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars, its sockets, the screen for the gate of the court, its cords, its pins, and all the instruments of the service of the tabernacle for the tent of meeting. The finely worked garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aharon the Kohen, and the garments of his sons, to minister as Kohanim. According to all that the Lord commanded Moshe, so the sons of Israel did all the work. Moshe saw all the work, and behold, they had done it as the Lord had commanded. They had done so, and Moshe blessed them. That was Exodus 39, 33-43. Today our portion from the Prophets is Second Kings 21. Menasheh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Chifzibah. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord after the abomination of the nations whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places which Chizkiahu his father had destroyed, and he raised up altars for Baal and made an Asherah, as Ahav king of Israel did, and worshipped all the host of heaven and served them. And he built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord said, I will put my name in Jerusalem. And he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he made his son to pass through the fire, practiced sorcery, 
used enchantments, and dealt with those who had familiar spirits and with wizards. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. And he set the engraved image of Asherah that he had made in the house, of which the Lord had said to David and to Shlomo his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will not cause the feet of Israel to wander any more out of the land which I gave their fathers, if only they will observe to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to all the Torah that my servant Moshe commanded them. But they did not listen, and Menashe seduced them to do that which is evil more than the nations did whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. The Lord spoke by his servants, the prophets, saying, Because Menashe, king of Yehudah, has done the abominations and has done wickedly above all that the Amorites did, who were before him, and has also made Yehudah to sin with his idols. Therefore this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I bring such evil on Jerusalem and Yehudah, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle. I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria, and the plumber of Ahav's house, and I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. And I will cast off the remnant of my inheritance and deliver them into the hands of their enemies. And they will become a prey and a plunder to all their enemies, because they have done that which is evil in my sight and have provoked me to anger, since the day their fathers came out of Egypt, even to this day. Moreover, Menasheh shed innocent blood very much, until he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another, in addition to his sin with which he made Yehudah to sin, in doing that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Menasheh, and all that he did, and his sin that he sinned, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Menasheh slept with his fathers, and he was buried in the garden of his own house, in the garden of Uzzah, and Ammon his son reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Meshulemet, the daughter of Chauz of Yotva. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as Menasheh his father did. He walked in all the ways that his father walked in, and served the idols that his father served, and worshipped them. And he abandoned the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. The servants of Ammon conspired against him and put the king to death in his own house. But the people of the land killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon, and the people of the land made Yoshiahu his son king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon which he did, 
are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? He was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Yoshiahu his son reigned in his place. That was Second Kings 21. And today our portion from the writings is Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his loving kindness endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who made the great lights, for his loving kindness endures forever. The sun to rule by day, for his loving kindness endures forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who struck down the Egyptian firstborn, for his loving kindness endures forever, and brought out Israel from among them, for his loving kindness endures forever. With a strong hand and with an outstretched arm, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who divided the Reed Sea in two, for his loving kindness endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the middle of it, for his loving kindness endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Reed Sea, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who struck great kings, for his loving kindness endures forever, and killed mighty kings, for his loving kindness endures forever. Sihon the king of the Amorites, for his loving kindness endures forever. Og king of Bashan, for his loving kindness endures forever, and gave their land as an inheritance, for his loving kindness endures forever. A heritage to Israel his servant, for his loving kindness endures forever, who remembered us in our low estate, for his loving kindness endures forever, and has delivered us from our adversaries, for his loving kindness endures forever, who gives food to every creature, for his loving kindness endures forever. O oh, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his loving kindness endures forever. That was Psalm 136. Our portion today from the Apostles is Acts chapter 4. Now, while they spoke to the people, the Kohanim, the captain of the temple, and the Tzdukim, or Sadducees, came to them, being upset because they taught the people and proclaimed in Yeshua the resurrection from the dead. 
and they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was now evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to be about five thousand. Now it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders, and Torah teachers were gathered together in Jerusalem, as well as Annas the Kohen Gadol, Kaifa, Yohanan, and Alexander, and as many as were relatives of the Kohen Gadol. And when he had set them in their midst, they inquired, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Kepha, or Peter, filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, said to them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we are examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, may it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that the name of Yeshua, the Mashiach of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, this man stands here before you, whole in him. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which became the head of the corner. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that is given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Kepha and Yohanan, and had perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they recognized that they had been with Yeshua. And seeing the man who was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? Because indeed, a notable miracle has been done through them, as can plainly be seen by all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that this spreads no further among the people, let us threaten them, that from now on they do not speak to anyone in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Yeshua. But Kepha and Yohanan answered them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, judge for yourselves, for we cannot help telling the things which we saw and heard. When they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people, for everyone glorified God for that which was done. For the man on whom this miracle of healing was performed was more than forty years old. And being released, they came to their own and reported all that the chief Kohanim and the elders had said to them. So when they heard it, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, O Lord, you are God, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David said, Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth take a stand, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his Mashiach. For truly, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together against your holy servant Yeshua, whom you anointed, to do whatever you, 
your hand and your counsel foreordained to happen. Now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Yeshua. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were gathered together. And they were all filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and soul. Not one of them claimed that anything of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power the emissaries gave their testimony of the resurrection of the Lord Yeshua, and great grace was on them all. For neither was there among them any who lacked, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them, and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold, and laid them at the emissary's feet, and distribution was made to each according as anyone had need. Now Yosef, who by the emissaries was also called Barnavin, which being interpreted means son of encouragement, a Levite, a man of Cyprus by race, having a field, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the emissary's feet. That was Acts chapter 4, and it concludes our readings for this episode. If, however, you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Hebrews 12, 1 through 14 today also. I just want to mention, first of all, and say a welcome to our new listeners. Um, we hope that this podcast will be a blessing to your home and into your day as you get another way of just getting more of the Word of God into your life. We are reading from a translation called the New Jerusalem Translation this year. Um, we have been reading in the past from the Tree of Life version, and we may go back to that. We're not real sure about next year's cycle, but this year we're reading the New Jerusalem version. And I also want to mention that we have put the names, we pronounce the names in Hebrew for the most part by popular request. And so if there's someone whose name is very different in Hebrew and you do not recognize who they are, I just recommend that you open up a Bible and look up that chapter so you can see what their names are in English. It could be helpful. Um, but before I sign off, I want to bring a prayer request that I think almost all of you, our listeners, can really relate to. It's from a dear mama named Lindsay, and she just really wants prayer because she's embarking on a new journey of homeschooling. And so I think that many of our mama hearts and our homeschooling uh, moms, we can relate to that prayer request. She writes, My prayer request is for guidance from God in homeschooling. We are beginning our journey and are seeking direction for the best path. There are so many styles, philosophies, and curriculums. It can be overwhelming. I want to instill a love for God and His Word in my children above all, 
as well as helping them be well-rounded adults. And I think we can all relate to that as parents. And so let's just pray for Lindsay from Oregon that um, she would be guided and helped by the Holy Spirit in this, in beginning this journey of homeschooling um, and just have a lot of grace for the process and and all the, you know, mistakes that inevitably happen in the beginning and that she would not struggle with discouragement. So if you feel so led, I just ask that any of you listeners would take a moment to pray for Lindsay and her family in Oregon. Well, that's it for today. Thank you to all of you who are joining us and lifting up these prayer requests. And don't forget, if you've sent in a prayer request and something has happened, your prayers have been answered in some way, I would love to be able to let everyone know about that. So make sure to email us and let us know or drop us a DM on Instagram. We're there at Daily Bread Moms or to our email, which is dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. You can send in praise reports and also anyone who has a request. We'd love to hear from you. May you all have a blessed day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.